Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners, just like you, make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 127, and I am so glad that you're here today because I'm sharing with you some business tips that my daughter and I learned from a recent trip to Ikea. Have you been to Ikea, the furniture store? Oh my goodness, it's an adventure, right? So today I'm going to share with you those business lessons that we learned and how you can apply them to your business. If you are new here, welcome. I am so glad that you have found this podcast because I have no doubt that it's going to help you as you start, run, and grow a very successful new business doing what you love. If you're new, make sure you hit subscribe right now. If you're in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, hit the plus button, follow button, whatever it says, so you don't miss out on any future episodes that are going to help you. And you need to get plugged in right now. If you're thinking about starting a business or starting a business, I highly recommend you get plugged in. And here's some ways that you can do that. If you scroll down now, I have a Facebook group. Did you know this? It's a private Facebook group called Women Starting Businesses Doing What We Love. You can scroll down now, click the link, answer the three questions and come on in because we would love to support you along this journey. I'm in there each week and everyone else is in there. We have some fun posts that we have each week and we would love to support you and have you. So do that. I also have some free goodies for you if you're new. I've got an IKEA guy guide that helps you determine the best business idea for you if you're in that idea stage. Or if you're just earning your business and you're like, what are the steps? Am I doing everything right? I've got a 16-step handy, handy checklist that is awesome that you can print out right now and you can start going through and making sure that you're doing everything. So I'm so, so glad that you are here. And if you are a loyal listener, if you're someone that's been here a while, thank you so much for listening all the time. I am so appreciative. I love all the reviews. I'm so glad that this podcast is helping you. I wanted to read a review really quick. This one is by Kimberly MMJ. It says, thank you. It says, you're extremely helpful. I am enjoying listening and hope to get started soon. Oh, this makes me so excited. I hope this podcast is motivating you and inspiring you and making you see that yes, you too can make money doing what you love through your very own business. So thank you so much, Kimberly MMJ. And if you've been listening a while and you have never taken the time to review this podcast, would you be so kind to do that right now? Just super quick. All you have to do is hit the five-star rating if you're an Apple podcast or whatever player, hit the five stars. And if you have 30 seconds, like Kimberly MMJ, to leave a review, it means the world to me. It really does. It means the world to me. And I can't help but think that it shows Apple and the other players that this is a valuable podcast because after all, we want to spread the motivation and inspiration for new business owners like you so that they too can start living their dream. So that is it. Okay. On to the episode. Well, hello, everyone. How are you? How is everything going with your business? I'm dying to know because I'm super excited for you. And I just love seeing all the updates in our Facebook group where you all share your wins on Wednesdays. And then on Mondays, you share your imperfect action. And I just absolutely love seeing the progress that you're making in your business. Nothing makes me happier. I'm so excited. So anyways, today I just wanted to talk to you about 
a trip that my daughter and I took to Ikea. And yes, I say a trip because we live in the suburbs of Houston and we have to drive like 45, 50 minutes to the nearest Ikea. And all of you obviously are consumers every day. And you're also shoppers where you may not buy, but I want to get you in that zone. And this is what I tell the grow getters too, is that I want to get you in that mode where you're really observing what other businesses are doing so that you can become a smart business owner and you can learn things from them, things that they do right, things that they do wrong, things that they have potential to be better at. Maybe they've got something and you're like, you know, this would be better if, right? Well, I just wanted to share the story about Ikea. And do y'all know about Ikea? Have y'all ever shopped at Ikea? I think a lot of you probably have. But if you haven't, you can always go look it up, ikea.com, ikea.com. And they are a Swedish themed store and It's really cool. It's very different than a lot of stores that you go in, and I'll kind of explain it to you first of all. So Ikea has all kinds of furniture and home accessories, and a lot of it is made for smaller spaces. So it's really, what's the word, efficient in the way that they build their products. A lot of it is that you have to build it yourself, meaning they give you all the parts and you have to put it together. And they do have people that you can hire there. They have their own team, or you can have people assemble. Note For all of you, I bought some huge cabinets there for my daughter's bedrooms about five years ago, and I was going to use the IKEA people there. They have it. They offer that service. Well, they'll come out like pretty quick and install, and I thought, oh, it's probably more expensive than me finding someone. So I found someone here locally that said that they did IKEA furniture. Oh, my gosh, I, I was didn't doing it by the hour because I thought, oh, they'll do it quicker or at least the same time, but it'll save me money. Um, no, the guy was here for like two days straight all day long. And I'm like, never again. I will only hire the IKEA install people. So just note that the IKEA install people are probably your best bet, although I've never used them, but I bet they are because they're trained in their products. But anyways, that was a side note, but IKEA is a great store and here's the deal. So my daughter and I were going, my 13 year old daughter, because in August, she is going to take over her older brother's bedroom, which her older brother, Grayson, hi Grayson, if you're listening, has no idea that she's about to take over this room. I haven't quite told him that yet, but I'm sure he knows it's coming because his room is like almost twice as big as her current room. It's just huge. And she is now becoming a teenager, right? She's 13. And she wants to have a little couch in there and have a little spot for her friends to come over and hang out and have her bed and have her desk and the whole nine yards, right? And the room she has now has the tiniest closet and she's a dancer and has dance costumes and so much stuff and it's overflowing all into her room and it's terrible. So Grayson does not know that Ava is about to take over his room, but we are being nice and we are letting him have this summer in his room and we will inform him at some point that he is getting booted out to her room Because you know what? I don't know if next year when he's a sophomore, between his sophomore and junior year, if he will come back, you know, come stay at home. Because I know my daughter stayed at her college in between those years. And I don't know if you did too, if you went to college, if you came back home a summer or two, and then you moved into an apartment over the summers and you didn't actually move back home. So anyways, that's what's about to happen. And that's why my daughter Ava and I made the trek to Ikea the other day. And it was so much fun. We had a blast. I could not wait to to show her Ikea. And I want to show you or tell you what we observed when we went to Ikea. Like we had a little conversation about it because, you know, I'm a nerd and I'm always 
thinking with a business mind and kind of get her to start noticing and being aware of things too. Not that she's necessarily going to be an entrepreneur, but I think it's good life lessons, right? To learn about businesses and how they work and all that good stuff. So I'll just tell you the three things that she and I talked about on the car ride home that we observed from Ikea. And you probably observe these things too if you shop at Ikea. Number one, the first thing you can't help but notice is they have you in a certain flow through the store. They have like a sidewalk, (laughs) a path that goes through the store with like arrows on the floor and signs up above you that keep you going in a certain direction in the store. So you are put through a flow. Like think about Target or Costco or Walmart. There's no specific flow. There's no method to your madness when you go in. Maybe you have your certain direction. In fact, they do say that most people go to the right when they walk in a store. Did y'all know that? I do go to the right a lot. I do. Anyway, it's kind of funny. But no other store actually makes me go on a path. And Ikea somewhat makes you go on the path. Now, you can escape from the path. You can. (laughs) We had to escape the path one time and like find a door and go out and read the map above us. And we found a bathroom because we had to go to the ladies room. Right. And so we got back on the path, but it was like we were salmon swimming upstream. Right. When you go against the grain of all the people moving through the store, you're kind of going against the traffic. So that's not great. But we hopped back in, got back in our flow and went on our path through the store. So that's the first thing we notice is they put you on a path unlike any other store. I can't think of any other store that has put me on a path right now. Can you? Can you think of another store that has done that? I can't totally think. Anyways, so that's interesting. The second thing is that they have a cafe in the middle of the store. So as you're about partway through shopping, they do have a a cafe, which they need to because you're starving. By the time you've been there and you're walking all this way, it's a huge store. There's a couple floors. I don't know how all the Ikeas are, if they're all set up exactly the same. This is the only one I've ever been to is the one here outside of Houston, but I know there's many other locations, but they did have it a cafe and they knew people like us would be hungry. And here's the deal. If they had not had that cafe, we would have had to have left and gotten food because we were starving. It was lunchtime. And then the big question is, would we have made it back? Would we have left? What would we have done? Would we have gotten sidetracked at a restaurant and then like wanted to go shopping somewhere else? Who knows? So they had the cafe, which was great because we took a load off. We sat down, we ate lunch, and then we got up and we were ready to roll again and shop in the store. Okay. So that's the second thing we observed, that it was great that they had a cafe. And then also when you leave after you check out, there's like snacks and it's all themed. It's great. It's really interesting. It is an experience that you should go to Ikea at least once if you haven't been. The third thing that my daughter noticed and that I was appreciative of as well is that they had all the furniture and home accessories actually displayed out for you so that you could really imagine what this furniture would be like in your house, right? They had mock rooms all set up. Now, I know a lot of furniture stores do this, but some stores don't. Like if you go to Costco, y'all know I'm a Costco fan. And so I go and they'll get couches and lamps and things and they'll set them up, but it's not in a room, like set up in a bedroom with like the lamp next to the bed or all that good stuff. But this is, okay? In Ikea, they've got separate little dining rooms, bedrooms, living rooms, all set up with the entertainment centers and all that stuff set up. So you can really envision it and it's all their products, whether it's rugs, lamps, pillows, 
pillows, what have you, right? So it's really good because that is why we went. Because I told my daughter, you're going to get some ideas here and you're going to see it like actually in little rooms and it's going to help you start envisioning for planning your new bedroom. Okay, because that's what she's doing. Did I mention that she's actually planning this all out? I know I said that she was moving into her brother's room, but more than that, she's super excited about actually decorating it and creating this whole new space. Like she wants to have it painted and then she's picking out her bedding and all this stuff. So that's why I thought the store would be super useful for her. Okay, and I know it's useful for a lot of people to see everything actually in a, in a little spot. And it's, it helps you because sometimes that's hard for people to envision things actually in a room and what it looks like all set up and all that good stuff. So we observed those three things. We thought those were really cool. And what I wanted to talk to you about now is how you can apply those three things that we observed from Ikea to your business. Okay. How you can apply these things to your business. So let's start with the first thing, which is the flow that they put us through when we walked through the store. So my question to you is with your business, do you have a flow? Do you have a path that people are going on? Whether you have an online store or a physical store, you sell at a booth like at shows or farmer's markets, or do you go to people's houses and offer a service? What is the overall flow that your people go through from the moment that they meet you and hear about your business to actually buying? What is the flow? Okay. And going back to the Ikea example, they take us through the whole store and then by the end of your shopping, then you pick up the merchandise and put it in a cart and you go right to checkout. Okay. So you're not picking up stuff along the way. A lot of the times you can go pick it up in the warehouse at the very end of your shopping experience, which helps because people aren't pushing through everyone with their carts. You pick it all up at the end, right before you check out, which is great right? But they have a flow. They had a flow through the store and a flow to the picking up the merchandise and then a flow to checking out, okay? What is the flow that your customers go through? I have a service business now, right? So I have a flow. People hear me on this podcast a lot of times. This is the first time they hear about me. Maybe they hear about me from a friend who recommended them or they hear about the Facebook group who recommended them to come in, which I love it when y'all recommend friends to come in. And they get there. Then they usually get on my email list because when you come in the Facebook group, I ask for your email address to keep you updated about everything about new businesses and topics and podcast episodes and all that good stuff. Or you wanted the free download, which was the 16-step checklist or the IKE guy guide, right? You got in there. Then you'll notice you get emails from me. Then you may get notified about my mini business plan workshop. You may get notified about Growgetters. There is a flow that people go through. Okay. Sometimes I have free trainings. You'll go, that's part of the flow, right? If you have a physical store, flow is easy to think about, right? People drive by, they see your sign, they get out, they open the door, they come in, they walk through the store and they check out. But you also have a flow after that. Like, do you get them on an email list? Are they now following you on social? What is the flow? Okay. So you have to have a flow. You have to have an intentional plan for your people to move through. So that's what you can take away from Ikea today is that your business must have a flow. The second thing is that you need to meet people where they are. Are you meeting people where they are? Ikea met us where we were in terms of hunger. 
They had the cafe in the middle of the store. They knew their people get hungry. And it's true because they want to keep you there and they want you to be there and stay and not leave. Like I said, we could have left to gone and gotten lunch, but would we have come back? Hopefully we would have, but we don't know that. I have no idea, right? Keep the people in your store. Meet people where they are. What do they need right now? You know, when they get to you, what do they need? Do you sell complimentary accessories to what you offer? For example, I used to sell backpacks for kids and I always had the matching lunch kit and the matching nap mat, right? If it was ponies or if it was unicorns or whatever it was, flowers, cowboys, we had the backpack, we had the lunch kit, we had the nap mat, and we even had the sleeping bags, okay? Meet people where they are. They may want extra things. Do you have the extra things? And if something is really needed, like let's say you sold cameras, because that's like my pet peeve. I've bought many cameras in my lifetime because I used to be a part-time photographer, and I love photography. It's a hobby of mine as well. And you wouldn't get a memory stick or, you know, you wouldn't get the accessories that you need. Come on, people. Advertise the complimentary products with your main product. You should always meet people where they are, okay? So number one, we learned from Ikea that you should have a flow for your people, your customers, your potential customers, and your your buyers. You should, number two, meet them where they are. What do they need while they're shopping? Do they need coffee? Do they need tea? Do they need a sample? Do they need complimentary items? What do they need? And the third thing is to show use cases. Just like Ikea has the bedroom set up and the living room set up and all that good stuff, the dining table set up, it makes it so much easier so my brain doesn't have to work as hard trying to figure out how this sofa would look in a room or how this rug would look with a sofa and all that good stuff, right? Show use cases. When I had my product businesses, my online boutiques, I always had several photographs, like the backpacks and the lunch kits and the nap mats. I would put the backpack up. I would have a kid wearing it. I would have them holding a lunch bag. I would have them laying down on the nap mat. I would show that. Don't make them do mental gymnastics trying to figure this out. Show them how to use it. It doesn't take long to take some extra photos, people, okay? Do something so that people can see it in action so they don't have to strain and burn all these mental calories trying to figure out what this looks like in action, okay? And if you have a service-based business, you're like, okay, what does that mean? Maybe you need to be on video. Maybe you need to go live. Maybe you need a recorded just video. Maybe you need testimonials. Whatever it may be, Make sure you are showing use cases. Now, those were the three things that we observed and learned from Ikea when my daughter and I went. But there's actually a fourth thing that I wanted to point out because I've mentioned this before and I think this is important to share, is that Ikea is running their business their way. They have a path that they're forcing you to go through in their store. They have a certain theme to the store, which is very Swedish. They are putting the inventory at the end of your shopping so that you pick it up at the end, not while you're shopping. Some of the smaller items you can carry in a bag to check out, but there's no one pushing carts through the store. At the very end, you are led through that path to the end, which is like the warehouse area, which sort of looks like a Costco. It's a warehouse with tall shelves, and you go to the number of your product, and you pick it off the shelf, and you put it on a dolly. And you do have to assemble at home. It is not all assembled. Okay? 
They did this store their way. For whatever reasons they have, they have a very good reason why they did their store this way. It is very efficient. It's cleaner this way. People aren't cleaning carts. I totally get it. It's amazing. But they may have had people, who knows, I'm totally just guessing, say, no, you could do it more like these other stores. And they said, no, we want to do it our way. They're doing it their way. So I challenge you today to think about your business. Are you doing it your way? Or are you just getting sucked in to what to the ways that everyone else is telling you to do it? And I want you to think about this. And if you haven't listened to my episode on alignment, I will put that below. I think it's episode 125. Listen to that because I share with you a story about me not feeling in alignment with my business. And now I literally feel like a 10,000 rock you know, pound boulder has been lifted off of me and the ideas are flowing for how I want to run Grow Getters. Not that it wasn't running well before. It was running well. It was all about the way that I felt how I was structuring the length of the program. And now it's a lifetime access program. I'm free. And I'm so happy because now I feel like I can really develop all of you that are in Grow Getters. Instead of just giving you information and having you in for a certain amount of time, I'm actually transforming you and developing you, which is what my whole purpose was in starting Grow Getters in the beginning. But everyone told me, no, you need to have a six-month program, a three-month program, blah, 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 all that. No, I'm doing it my way and it's lifetime access. And maybe no one agrees with me, but I feel amazing. And that's what matters because however I feel about about it is how I'm going to show up. So you can listen to that episode. <laughs> Sorry I digressed, but it means so much to me and I learned such a big lesson and I can't help but just keep reiterating this point to you to do your business your way even if the world is telling you to do it a certain way. It's just like our kids with Instagram and social media, they're comparing, they're listening to what people are telling them to wear or look like or plastic surgery or whatever and everybody stop. Everybody stop and do what feels right to you. Don't just do things because even the smartest people are telling you to do things. It's hard because you want to listen to your mentors and everyone, but at the same time, you have to feel aligned with what you're doing. And I'm sure Ikea feels totally aligned with what they're doing. They're a very successful business and we have a lot to learn from them and to respect them for, okay? So today, as a consumer, Wherever you're shopping, whether it be Ikea, Costco, Target, little boutique on the street, restaurant, food cart, you have someone come for a service at your home, observe how things are done, how they are doing things, and learn from them. Always be noticing if you are going to be a successful business owner, you have to be a student at all times. And you are a student, you are observing, you are learning, and it's so much fun. It really is fun. My daughter and I had so much fun even just talking about what we observed from Ikea. It's a learning process. You're in a learning process. And I'm just so proud of you. I'm so in awe of all of you doing all these great things. And I'm just so happy that you are here. If you are looking to make that transformation and become a successful business owner doing what you love, consider Grow Getters today. I'm personally inviting you in to take a look. You can join us. I am opening it just for a bit. And I would love to welcome you in and support you from here on out as you live out your business dream. So that is it. Y'all have a wonderful day and we will talk again soon. Bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. 
head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.